Welcome to the Be Better Podcast with Lee Barrison. True stories from Bakersfield's business owners and entrepreneurs. Lee is a local real estate broker that sold over 1,700 houses in almost 18 years. He is a husband, father, owner, and lead coach of Infinity Real Estate Services. And now it's time for the Be Better Podcast. All right, guys. Hey, it's Lee Barrison here with the Be Better Podcast, and this is episode number four. And first off, before we get started, I want to remind—I just want to let everybody out there know that, we're, that we're, this isn't our typical podcast. We're actually shooting on site in East Bakersfield in the Hillcrest Center, right off Nile Street. And so you guys, you guys might hear some background noise or whatever, but I'm sure you can hear us just fine as we do this podcast with my good friend Kyle Carter. Um, you know, and before we get started, I just want to remind everybody out there to give us a like, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star review. And if you like it, post a comment and tell us what you guys think, right? So this, this, uh, this basically is uh, Kyle Carter. Kyle, say hi to everybody out hey there. Hey guys, how you doing? So Kyle, uh, Kyle and I, we, you know, we, we, we've grown up since uh, we met basically in second grade. Yeah. Uh, went to Horseman Elementary. Right. Grew up in this beautiful neighborhood on yeah. the east side, right? Um, and uh, you know, your mom was my yard duty teacher at, at Horseman. Uh, yeah. At Horseman, your dad was just a hardworking man. Yeah. Is still a hardworking still. man, right? Because I just saw him at the shop last right. week. And so, um, you know, uh, Kyle, obviously, um, the reason why I wanted to bring Kyle on the show today, guys, is because Kyle just started from humble beginnings. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't a trust fund baby, you know, he wasn't handed a bunch of cash, you know, he didn't win the lotto or anything like that. But basically, you know, uh, Kyle just started from humble beginnings, but he started from the bottom and now he's here. And so, um, you know, let's go ahead and take a walk down memory lane real quick. you know, um, this is kind of like where we used to. Yeah, this was our local grocery store. This was this Young's was Market. Young's Market, right? Yeah. And definitely. then, uh, and this place has kind of changed a little bit oh, since then, right? Quite a bit. And uh, and then, you know, the, the, the bowl. Uh, sorry, the bank used to be down there. Thrifty's right. Market used to be yep. down there. Yeah. We used to serve ice cream and stuff like that. Kyle, you know, the re- the reason why I want to bring Kyle on is because he's the shit. Right, and uh, and so you know the reason why uh, Kyle is is considered the shit in my eyes is because this guy um, not only started his own business, uh, has been to some exotic places. He he owns a whole block basically in downtown Bakersfield, um, and he can pretty much do what he wants, when he wants, however he wants, as often as he wants. Right, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Theoretically speaking. Theoretically speaking, <laughs> but pretty close. Pretty close. Okay, good. So, so tell me a little bit, of, a little bit about your the beginning, though. Okay. Well, as far as I don't want to go back too far, but like starting the company, uh, I worked uh, union. Okay. Started right out of, shortly after high school. How old were you? Um, Nineteen and a half, twenty years old. Okay. So you got into AC. Yep. Just labor, right? Yes, correct. Uh, fabrication installs. Okay. Worked for a great union company for uh, just under seven years. Started my own business when I was 27. Okay, so tell me more about that. Why, why did you decide to start your own you know business? You know what, I seen the, the um, opportunity. And that's my biggest thing, opportunity. Okay. I, I just jumped out there, market was hot, I knew what I was doing, um, and I was planning that those years after, after work in Union, I did so much side work. I was taking all that money, buying equipment, buying equipment, because mm. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to eventually have my own shop. 
Uh, I'm fourth generation sheet metal worker. Okay, good. Great grandfather started Pico and Sons. My grandfather took it over. My dad took over Pico, which is a stainless steel based company. Uh, been around since the 30s. Wow. So locally, locally, okay, locally. So I wanted to add to that company by doing HVAC, air conditioning, heating, ventilation. Sure. So 27 came. It was my time. Uh, 05. Okay. Market was hot. Why did you decide to buy your own company versus just work with somebody else? You know, I wanted it because to, you didn't want to work for anybody. Else? Exactly. I wanted to. I wanted to start my own thing. That was, I think, that was my ultimate goal from when I was a kid. Sure. Um, not, not to the fact that just being my own boss um, and doing whatever I wanted at the time, I, I was just in my blood. I just wanted to do that. You know, my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, um, and I didn't want to just take over their business. I wanted to start my own. Got it. Okay. You know, I wanted to have my own uh, achievements. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of how it started. You know, uh, 27. Uh, 2005, got after it, and uh, here we are now. Yeah, so at 27, you bought and created a company called Cal California Air Systems. Yes. And then uh, you guys really, uh, just really took off. Right? Yeah, took off. Um, we're at a good, we, we have a good niche right now. We're a, a mainly based fabrication company. Mm -hmm. We fabricate uh, ductwork for about 70, 75% of the companies here in town. Wow, okay. Um, so. Uh, we have three guys full-time in the shop. We're all automated CNC plasma tables, CNC auto brakes. Um, we got that great niche. Uh, we have about 10 installers okay. and two service techs. So, so you're loaded. I mean, you got yeah. you got everything yep. set up. Yep. And like I mentioned, I mean, you bought five parcels on one block. So yes. you basically own, own almost own the whole block. Yes, 18th Street. Uh, what made you buy the whole block? Well, growth. We needed the yard space, we needed the building space. So as every year goes by, we're buying more trucks, we're putting money back into the business and that's the only way you're gonna grow and evolve. You gotta, you gotta grow with, when, when things change, you gotta change. Got it. You can't just be stuck in this old school rut. Right. You know, you're, not, you're never gonna get any bigger. Sure. And that's, that's our ultimate goal, you know? Uh, we, we need to get bigger, we have to get bigger. Now you're 40, right? Yes, just turned 40. Okay, fantastic. And so what did we do last year? We, we, we completely switched gears last year. Yes. And we went in a completely different direction that you had, you had no knowledge about, right? Right. And what was that? Real estate. Real well, estate? You bought? Oh, yeah. restaurant. Yes. Yes. What restaurant did you buy? Uh, RJ's Bar and Grill. Okay. Yes, we uh, we just uh, partnered up with one of my good friends. Uh, we just acquired that, and uh, it's been great ever since. It's a different, uh, whole different business. Sure, yeah. yeah. But uh, I yeah. tell you what, man, it's uh, it's great for the portfolio. Um, excited about it. It's uh, it's something new to me, so I'm learning it. Uh, same with my my uh, business partner. He has multiple. Uh, businesses, mm -hmm. so it's new to him as well. So it's like we're, together we're kind of bringing that together and, and hired a great manager. So we're kicking ass over there. It's That's good. It's really yeah. really cool, guys. It's RJ's. It's on Hagman. Uh, if you haven't been there, great food. But listen, so I mean that's crazy. I mean you you you've been stuck in you know this AC business, and then right. all of a sudden, switch you gears. said I'm just going to switch gears, right. jump into the restaurant business, buy a restaurant. And now I own a restaurant. Yes. Okay. How many rental properties have you bought off me? 14. Okay, so boom, now he's diversified yes. all yeah. over the place, guys. This guy has uh, 14 rental properties all up here on the east side, yes. primarily. Um, and so let, let's switch gears again, okay? So we, we got we got the uh, the AC company, we got the, um, the restaurant, we've got the rental properties. What's next? 
Or is there anything in the world? Oh, there's definitely stuff next. There's, okay. uh, you'll, you'll have to see. We're working on something big. So we'll, okay. uh, I'll let you know on the next uh, podcast. Very, very cool. Okay, <laughs> good. So, so listen here. So I know that every entrepreneur like you, right, that I talk to has had struggles in their life. Or in their business, yes. right? Give everybody out there that might be an AC, that might consider owning a restaurant, maybe they already do own a restaurant, maybe they're thinking about getting involved in residential real estate. Um, give everybody out there some um, time you struggled, I guess, you know? Yeah, I mean, any anything with owning something is, is always a struggle, it's always a battle, especially uh, you have all the liability, mm -hmm. you have all the risk, um, you just gotta put your head down and keep going. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna hit those days where you're gonna want to just give up, and you know, at the end of the day, you come back and you go home, you see your family, and you're like, "Why am I gonna give up? This sure. is why I'm here. Right. This is exactly why I'm here for my family." So yeah. that's kind of what the thing is. It's a uh, key is family, you yeah. know, and and holding that together, and everything else will just fall right in place. So with the AC business, is there a time in in your in your life where you ever just like you're like. Oh, I'm done. Oh yeah, I can't handle this shit anymore. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean yeah. it's um, but that's just that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. You know, you're always gonna have that uh, that point where you just like you want to give up. But then at the end of the day, you look and go, you know what? This company helped me get to this point. Uh, it helped me get to here. Get me get there. Uh, now I'm, I'm I'm reinvesting money that I made this company and real estate. You know, and then the real estate made made me some money to invest into the restaurant. And you just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And and uh, you know, honestly, without my wife, shoot, man, she's kick ass. Your wife yeah. is basically everything to you. Yeah, I know yeah. That. Oh in yeah, business. she's she's she, holding it together, man. She's the one that keeps you in check. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So let me ask you this: um, being that we've grown up together, um, you know, I I also grew up with your brother. Yes. Brian, right? He was a dear friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Great brother to you. Yep. And um, your brother passed away. About yeah, what, at, uh, two, two years, years uh, to almost to the date. Uh, there's we in October, October 30th. Yeah. And I know when my mom passed away, I wanted to just give up. Yeah. I really just was like, forget everything right now. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, how did that? How did that affect your mindset? And how'd you get back on? You know. know um, oh, affected us huge. Family, everything, and it still affects us. And. Mm -hmm. It took me about four months of just hardcore grieving to to the point where uh, I just had to make that decision to be like, you know what? Yeah. He's not going to want me to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I think it it triggered something in me to where now I'm working even harder. And it's a good thing, but obviously, to it sucks because my brother's not here to see the success and the things he could have been doing as as well with me. Right. You know, so yeah. every day it's a struggle, man, especially holidays, birthdays. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we just, we got to keep pushing forward. Yeah. You know, he you. wouldn't want us to see us just do nothing. Yeah, I hear you. So. Yeah, I remember my wife put me in check six months in, in uh, uh, after my mom passed away, right? Because I basically gave up on everything. Yeah. I just said, forget everything. And then one day she pulled me aside and she goes, look, you're still a husband yeah. and you're still a father. So snap out of it. Right. She's not coming back. Get back to work. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what I had to do. Life, life does go on. Life goes on. It does. Yeah, for sure. Alright guys, so we've uh, uh, switched locations and we have come down to uh, Kyle's house where he grew up and where he first started uh, his life as a yeah. child. 
And, um, you know, Kyle, just give me an idea, like, you know, when, you know, growing up in, in the hood, basically, you know what I mean? Uh, where was that changing point where you're like, you know what, fuck this shit. I really want to, I really want to do something big with my life. Well, you know what? I remember my, my, uh, my main memory when I was eight, that's when I would always see my dad work in the garage hour after hour after hour. He'd get off work. He'd be in his in the garage mm -hmm. and I would just sit there and watch him and be like, man, Stone man's working his ass off. Yeah. And I was eight years old and I noticed that. Most kids don't. They're riding their bikes playing. And don't get me wrong, I rode my bike, I ran around the neighborhood and did crazy stuff. But you know, that moment I realized, you know what? I need to help them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would mow the lawn every weekend without being asked. I'd wash their car without being asked. Um, and then when I was done mowing, I'd take the mower down the block and ask all the neighbors hey, can I mow your lawn for a couple bucks? And I would do it. So every weekend I'd have that hustle. Just, Very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So eight, eight years old, that's kind of where it started. Did it for, for years. Yeah. And um, and obviously we all lose our our track and got a little crazy once I hit junior high. Tell and, me more about that. Oh, you know, well, I went to Compton, so you can imagine. Because we grew up together, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, so Compton Junior High, way up north, up yeah. What do you think? Five, five, six miles? Yeah, yeah. I had to, my mom would drop me off in the morning. I'd have to walk home every day. So on the way home, you know, boys being boys, get in trouble. Yeah. Getting little fights here and there. Yeah. But um, nothing major. Sure. You know, and high school hit. That's when the problem started. You know, we all, we're all high school kids. Testosterone's flowing and getting all crazy. But um, I think my biggest turning point where I wanted to be successful and seize that opportunity was when I met my wife. Mm. Uh, when did you guys meet? Junior in high school. Junior in high school. Okay. And uh, she went to Foothill though, right? No, she went to BHS. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, my senior year, she had my oldest, and that's when I really started realizing that you know what, this ain't this ain't a game anymore. This is real life, uh, and that was my turning point really. Wow. Having my oldest. Isn't it amazing how how the it's always the women in our lives that make the biggest corrections in our lives. Yes. Yep. You yep. know, uh, I know my wife did it for me. So I mean, so basically, you had your 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 oldest when you turned eighteen. Yeah. And then you 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 weren't didn't weren't going to be a deadbeat dad. You're like, man, I'm going to handle this. I'm going to take care of her. Exactly. I'm going to take care of him. Yes. And I can't I can't keep screwing around anymore. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I graduated high school, I went to work. Uh, well, th during high school, I worked at Los Hermanos over on Oswell on the east side. Okay. Uh, I was a stock wits. He's candy. So my mom was the manager over there. And uh, right out of high school, I got hired onto the post office. So I was working all three jobs. Uh, post office, the main annex. Oh, okay. Off of Pegasus. Yeah. So I worked all three jobs for a good eight months. Wow. Continuously, man, just just getting after it. Now let me ask you this, because in high school, you we, we you know we we ran with a pack. Right. Right. You had your pack. Oh yeah. I had my pack. Yeah. And now that those circles they shrink, don't they? Oh, definitely. Yes. The more the more successful, the more clarity you have in your right. in your life, they just get smaller and they smaller do. as time goes yeah, on, right? Yeah. I mean, you got got your closest tightest friends you know they don't have the same goals as you yeah you know and, and you uh, don't have anything in common with them you don't have anything in common as soon as high school hit yeah. you know it's it's not that we're not friends anymore it's just we don't associate ourselves as much with them sure you know and I was always taught um, you know as a young kid if you hang out with four successful smart guys you're gonna be the fifth yeah if you hang out with four knuckleheads, uh, knuckleheads and shitheads you're gonna be the fifth and yeah. that's just it's it's real life that's the way it is i love it yeah. i love it
you know? Yeah, so uh, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a, a trip to the restaurant. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's go have lunch at the restaurant. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, guys, so here we are. We're at our third location um, at Kyle Carter's uh, restaurant, RJ's Bar and Grill, right out here in Rosedale on Hagman. And uh, I guess we're just going to end this podcast, Kyle, talking about some, you know, just some true, brutal uh, business principles to keep your ass out of hot water. Um, and really how to sustain a business, I guess, you know what I mean? So, uh, let's talk about the restaurant. I mean, what, what do you guys look at as far as, you know, cost and, and, and protecting yourself? Well, ultimately, in a business like this, um, you have to have a great partner, mm -hmm. and which which definitely I do. Um, obviously, there's a lot of business restaurant owners that have, it's just a one single guy, but those those guys are owner operators. We're not. Mm. Um, so, with that said, uh, with his his experience with business, my experience with other businesses, we're collaborating, coming into this, not knowing the restaurant business. So, um, I think just outside that, we do a good job of bringing uh, what he knows and I know to to this and the key to this this place here in any restaurant is marketing 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 yeah. um, and obviously we do keep an uh, eye on all the costs I mean that's it's huge especially with alcohol um, you have to constantly you know check inventory it, it's a it's it's a different beast than what I normally do air conditioning and, mm -hmm. and the real estate thing but yeah that's that's definitely what it is it's like reports every day we run uh, closeout reports we have to keep an eye on things yeah um, especially that we're not here every single day sure yeah you, you're Paperwork not here tells you a lot yeah right yeah and yeah. you know what I heard the restaurant business is one of the hardest businesses to sustain oh definitely the, you, know? you know the the percentage rate of them going on failing the first year is is crazy is it yeah definitely I mean here we're uh, we got a good little niche RJ's the previous owners they opened in I believe 04 so they've been they've been around a long time um, you know we had the opportunity to bring it to get it and mm -hmm. revamp the place we put quite a bit of money in this yeah and, it looks uh, great by the way yeah we wanted yeah. to bring this back for the neighborhood nice you know? very cool um, and so let me ask you this you know um, you know watching your bottom line you know you said you guys print reports out every day right yep. and you guys look at those reports on Definitely. a daily basis yep. we have to yeah, yeah. and we uh, at the end of the month we always go over P&Ls with our manager mm -hmm. um, so we go with our uh, head chef they look at everything they go through to try to tighten things up for the next month got it okay yep. so let me ask you this um, you know being that your business partner and yourself haven't been directly involved in the restaurant business before did you guys like have to find like a mentor or somebody who has been in the re restaurant business in order to kind of like educate you and to coach yeah, you through? Yeah, I mean, um, actually, uh, when we first opened this, we had a third partner, uh, okay. Mo Muthana. He was uh, the owner of Flame Burger, and he owns two Mesa Grills. He's his he's been in the restaurant for for many many years. Okay. Um, a uh, great friend of mine, uh, he owns uh, Scansoft, he, he actually did all the programming on our POS. He actually helped us get the ball rolling on this. Got it. Um, and three, four months into it, he's like, hey, you guys, you guys are handling it. You're handling business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't need to be involved. 
So at that point, he you know he stepped up and helped us kind of get our feet wet in this. So he laid the groundwork. He pretty much laid the groundwork. And then I'm sure this guy is somebody locally, which yep. he is, yep. that, where you can just go to him anytime and say, hey, listen, what do I do in this situation? Exactly. And when, then he's there to help you. When it comes to restaurants, he's the guru. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yep. I mean, you have a great location. So so how, you talked about marketing. Uh, being one of the main things in order to keep your head above water, like what kind of marketing are you referring to? Well, we do. Uh, we're doing a lot of radio right now. Um, mm -hmm. We're actually starting karaoke Friday nights, um, 9:30 to 12:30. Uh, that's that's gonna bring a lot of people. Do you sing? Friday night. Oh, definitely. You're a karaoke. Oh, yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah, so okay. You come down. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But um, and then we're you know far as specials. Yeah. Special, special, specials. The happy hour specials. It's key. A lot of guys, a lot of women, they like to have that those discounts. So we're uh, we're offering um, Sunday football happy hour all day long yeah so that's you know we got to have a special because there's so much to compete with sure you know there's restaurants on every block correct yeah so we have to we have to find that little niche right uh, we do like I said we do a lot of radio advertisement um, we're obviously free advertisement Instagram Facebook sure you know we got to do we got to blast do you have somebody handling your marketing for you or yes. is it or, okay. yeah in-house uh, our general manager she takes care of all our marketing very very cool yep so you delegate all that to her right. and, and you give her probably a marketing budget each yeah. month to Definitely. run Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Um, all right. Well, I mean, any any last words that you, you want to give both folks out there that are either you know like either wanting to get into the AC business, either or, or are in the AC business, or do you want to give any advice to anybody to that wants to open up a restaurant or currently owns a restaurant that might be struggling or so on and so forth? Well, I think uh, out of all my investments, all my businesses, um, obviously sheet metal trade is is the hardest thing to start because you have to be trained in that trade. Yeah. But um, anybody out there, real estate is number one right now. Go see Lee Barrison. Yeah. Infinity yeah. Real Estate. Yeah. Take care of it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, and, and why don't we tell everybody out there how to, how to get a hold of you in case they need AC work and tell us the, the location of RJ's. Oh, RJ's, 9440 Hageman, um, Callaway and Hageman on the corner, shopping center Safe Mart. If you need to get a hold of me, I uh, own California Air Systems. It's a 501 East 19th downtown. Yeah. And by the way, some of the biggest projects that you worked on or what, El Tajon? Yes, we did a uh, lot. Of, we do a lot of stuff in the uh, Valley Plaza Mall, El Tajon uh, shopping outlets. centers. Yep. We do. Uh, we have contract with all the big five sporting goods, the Turner's Outdoorsmen's. Uh, the list goes on. I Jeez. mean, we we do big stuff. So uh, a lot of a lot of surgery centers, hospital work. So. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it down pretty good. So, guys, any any professionals out there that are that, are, that own big businesses or small businesses or residential too? Right, we do a lot. You of know, they do it all. Places. You know. Um, so, with that being said, we're going to close this podcast out with Kyle Carter from California Air Systems, RJ's uh, real estate uh, Eastside guru, and a really, really good friend of mine. And I really appreciate right your time, bro. Thanks, I really thank do. You. Thank you.